honesty hour, I did not know what I was doing in regards to launching this podcast. And I wouldn't have been able to do it without Anchor. Anchor makes starting a podcast super, super easy and allows you to not only use their platform to distribute the podcast, but you can even go on your phone or computer and record and edit the podcast right on their platform. Best of all, it's totally, totally free. So if you're interested in starting a podcast, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. But just straight out of the bat, dude, I just want to thank you for jumping on. Like you like, I remember I joined LinkedIn like, well, I joined in 2012, but I started creating like 2017. You were one of the first people that I actually talked to, one of the first people that, um, would like go on riffs and tangents about what's working and what's not working. And dude, you've been crushing it, man. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks buddy. You know, I appreciate it. It's, um, likewise, it's been one of those, you were the, one of the first people that I connected with, not just one of the first people I connected with, but one of the first that, um, truly changed my perspective on the whole platform of what a community truly is. Um, I never had that before. It was just local contacts, local connections. Mm. So you really opened my eyes to what the, what a community on a, on a platform can truly be if you you move it in the right direction and, and then you brought other people together. And so I'm appreciative for that because it brought my career and my life into so many different directions as well. Dude, I appreciate it. Um, before we, like, we dive into your story and what you've been doing and where you come from, I, I want to touch on one thing because I think you're one of the best in the world at it. And that's getting people... like. I like to say one of my greatest skills is wedging my way into areas I'm not supposed to be, if that makes sense. But I remember you talking to Jay Shetty and all these big names and you mentioned like this back door. Can you talk a little bit about that and how you've been able to talk to these big names? Yeah, that's one of the biggest things that I think people don't realize is um, you have to understand um, that conversations with people, that everything is all psychology, it's all psychology, right? And um, you have to realize you have to do things different, right? Sometimes you got to be strange to do it, right? And um, you got to do things different than other people are doing. And I've always taken that philosophy, no matter what I've done. I did that when I was in college. A lot of people say like, oh, college, university sucks. Like I, I said, you're right. It does suck when you don't utilize it to its full capacity. So when I was there, I did everything different. And it, I, I had so many advantages because I put myself into different situations that not every other student would do. Uh, and then I've taken that into my career and I take that into every situation, including reaching out to influencers, connections, larger connections of mine as well. So, so yeah, that, that was, um, for me, it's always been, if I want to talk to somebody, um, I I've been of the big philosophy that LinkedIn is the back door. If you want, it's the back door entrance to meeting some of the most amazing people in the world. You know, when you're trying to talk to a CEO of a large company, um, you're trying to talk to a global influencer, think about where is the attention right now, right? So everyone's, for example, like a Jay Shetty, he's got 20 million followers on Facebook, you know, he's got over whatever, a couple million on an Instagram, he's on Twitter, okay, he's on YouTube, over a million, whatever, however many millions of subscribers, where's your best chance at connecting with him? And I was like, well, it's certainly not those channels because there's like lines up of droves of people that are probably messaging him. Um, and then I thought, well, LinkedIn, he had about 30,000 followers at the time. He had some activity. And I thought, you know, he only had 3 million followers on Facebook at the time. So he went from 3 to 20 in like less than a year, right? So I, number one, I thought it was a good, it was a good um, timing to catch him. But number two, I thought, oh, even if I'm going to message him, I have to do something different. Most people 
um, send a long message like, hey, and they try and take and, they, and, and you know, I'd love to, you know, for you to, I'd love to pick your brain or whatever. That just doesn't work, right? So I, that's why I created a, that article series on LinkedIn called Incredible. And I thought, you know, I'm, in, I'm interviewing incredible people that are doing amazing things on the platform, amazing things in the world, world of business, marketing, you name it. I'd love to interview you. And, um, but, the, but the other thing I did was I thought visuals are interesting, right? People, people love visuals. So I, I created a cover banner, the cover banner of the article without even having him accept or anything. Created it. I have a graphic design background, created it all, visually designed it threw it in as the in the message as well and said and here's your cover banner if this if you want a different picture please let me know and i can change it and then he said yeah sounds good let's do it so i thought you know if it was just a long paragraph message he probably would just leave it right the other thing is following up right like you got to follow up a few times i did a fo- couple follow-ups with him hey you know well, let's get that booked and then we ended up he gave me his email we connected up and i've been able to do that as well so um I think the biggest thing is in the follow-up a lot of times because they're busy and they need, you know, constant reminders, but it's always treating people with, you know, going in with value and doing things different. How can you stand out and generate attention that nobody else is doing? And then also do it in a way where, you know, you're catching that CEO when he's on the couch in the morning having his mm. coffee and he's, and he's cruising his online channels. He's, he's cruising LinkedIn. He's looking at his messages. You need to catch people at the right times with the right message um, and that can really help you, you know, up your game on reaching some really, really cool people in the world. It really opened my eyes to nobody is untouchable. Like if I can connect with Jay Shetty and have a conversation with him, I can connect with with pretty well everybody, anyone in the entire world if I'm persistent and I come at it with the right approach. I love that, man. And you you touch on some very important things. Like first off, like realizing that they're people and like you have to you have to put them first because you're asking them for something um, right like you're wanting something from them and i love that second like the follow-up for sure like being a pest like izzy always says it like he's a freaking gnat dude he's a mosquito <laughs> uh, and it's annoying but if we know that we're going to bring you value then why not do it and like lastly i and i think the most important part is like for me like when i'm hiring somebody like Yo, yeah, I worked here for five years. Like, no, what did you do? Like, show me, show me. And just having that visual thing and taking that extra step, like, that's beautiful. Like, here's already the cover photo um, that you'd be a part yeah. of. And you can visually yeah. see that. I love that, dude. I absolutely love that. So talk to me, yeah. like, how, where did this come from? Yeah, I know you have the graphic design background. You're talking about psychology. Like, how did Fabio then get to Fabio now? <laughs> Honestly, man, it's been a, I don't even know. It's been a, a culmination of so many different events, but um you know, I, I, I've, I've said this before to a few different people. It's like, you know, I grew up, my dad was, um, my dad's a business owner. He built houses. Um, so he had a crew of construction workers. They framed houses. I worked for him for seven years, seven years, seven summers. And, you know, dads with their sons, I, you know, three, two other brothers. So the three boys would work with my dad. I started working with him on the job site when I was, like 13 and like I was like picking up lumber and he was always really like you gotta you gotta go and you know uh do things before I ask you to you know you know look around if you're standing around look for more things to do like figure out what's that next thing you gotta do like take initiative um and you know there'd be times I didn't too but you know I think that constant like sort of drilling in my head and and understanding like yeah I'm just kind of standing around or or, you know I I think he that was one thing is that I grew up with an innate um, tendency to um, look for things and to search for things. And I was always, you know, curious on, 
you know, okay, taking initiative and taking that next thing. And I always sort of had that entrepreneurial spirit, probably because of my dad as well, um, where I loved, you know, the fact that my dad could start off with a clean, you know, concrete slab. And in a matter of a couple of weeks, this just beautifully designed house from the bottom up, right? From a foundation that in just a few weeks, you know, you put in the work, you put in the planning and time, and now you get this fully beautiful house you can look back at and be like, look what we built. And so um, I thought that was the same thing. And that comes with any project I've ever done, with any endeavor. It's always been like we're starting from somewhere. And then you can stand back in six months to a year and be like, look what we built. Look at how cool this is. It started from nothing. Now we're providing value to people. People are enjoying this. It's 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 providing something of, of value to their life. And that was just so awesome because um, that's what gets me more excited than like, you know, the money or, um, you know, even the benefits or like the popularity. Like all that stuff is not – is like all the, the value of saying like you, you turned nothing into something – gets me more excited and like you turn not something from nothing into something that's now providing enjoyment and value and purpose to somebody else's life like a house you know yeah. that's a home that they could be living in for the 40 30 40 years like that's exciting right so uh, and the same thing is, is it is i take that into any project i go in so um i think it comes from that and just sort of that that uh, that same nature and i've been able to see taking that same approach into all multiple areas of my life. Like when I went to college, I was like, Hey, I'm going to do things differently. I'm not just going to put in time, do my work because that's what everyone else is doing. What else is, what else can I do differently that no one else is doing? Take initiative, what my dad would say. Right. And so that's when I, I decided to jump in and, and put some practical effort into getting involved on campus. We built like financial literacy programs for high school students. We, we taught kids in, in elementary school how to start a business. We taught them entrepreneurship um, we, we imported and exported goods from third world countries that couldn't sell there. We, we took them on campus. We sold them for a profit and sent the money back to their, to their families, you know, in Africa to, to, uh, to go support their families, right? Cause they can make more money here. And so I'm like, this is all stuff we're getting as a student where everyone else is just putting their time in in class. Like I'm getting real world experience here. And I thought I took all those same concepts into my career now into my business on LinkedIn, you name it. And those same approaches of taking initiative and doing things different, doing things that nobody else is doing has just helped paid off. And that's, that's why I just continue to do that. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And it's awesome that it stems all the way back to back then. Man. What are you doing now? Like, what are you working on? Yeah. So we're pretty, I'm pretty excited. So of course by day, it's like, I'm a, a manager of partnerships with one of the largest credit unions in Canada. We're doing some really cool partnerships with um, you know, some sports teams, the Hamilton Tiger Cats of the Canadian Football League. You know, I got we, one of the cool things. That was one of my favorite projects. We got to build um, a whole suite level. We redesigned the whole suite level and made, you know, worked on their experience in a, a lounge within the stadium and, um, you know, working on partnership marketing initiatives with them. So doing some really cool things with some amazing partners, some really cool national partners, too. And at the same time. You know, on the side is, is, is that's where I'm, you know, I'm building my business. So I started off, you know, with marketing and branding and helping people with their marketing and, you know, they're tailoring their message. And, and then I, I, I got out of the one-to-one -one stuff because it was just so much harder. You can't scale your one-to-one -one time. And then that's when I jumped into the LinkedIn world, right? And I was, I was realized that like so many people were asking me, Fab, can you help me with my LinkedIn? Can you like, can you jump on a call? And I'm like, dude, like this is, a, this is a lot of work, like outside of what I'm already doing. Um, so yeah, then it transitioned from one-on-one -on -one to, um, 
you know, how can I provide more value to people in a way that scales my time? So then I put a group coaching uh, for LinkedIn together to help people with their LinkedIn, but not like the stuff that a lot of people teach out there. Um, you know, like, oh, automation and all the crap that like, it's just going to, it just doesn't work. Right. And I just realized just people that just like, they just, they don't do it right. And they're teaching things that are so 2013, not 2018. And they're like, you know, one thing can change and automation gets shut down. And you're like connecting with people like you're done. Build a true brand on understand how it works. And so by, by um, just sheer volume of requests, um, I, I thought, okay, I'm going to put together a group coaching and which has turned into now, you know, getting ready to launch an online course that's going to help just provide more value to people. I'm doing the group coaching right now. I'm in week three of my pilot. Um, it was awesome. We had, you know, just, just one post on LinkedIn. We had 300 people sign up and, um, had, you know, 12 people join the coaching program and to start to pilot. I only want to do it to a small amount of people because I'm like, I can't handle 30 people. I can't give them enough time and energy. So I did 12 and um, yeah, we're in week three and and the, the comments and the value that, that they're getting out of it, they're like, this is so good. This is what people just don't tell us. And so it's been a lot of fun. I'm just going to see where that, where that goes and um, continue to do some more speaking and that sort of thing as well. Um, and it's been good, man. It's been good. I just, you know, like I said before our call here, I said, you know, the, one of my favorite quotes, and I, you know, I think I got it as an, an inspiration from Goldie one time. She said, I don't know what I'm doing, but I know that what I'm doing is leading somewhere good. Mm. And I thought, you know, I don't know what's, what five, where, where five years is going gonna, is gonna to be. But I do know that, you know, I have an intuition. You know, I'm, uh, you know, my Myers-Briggs, I'm, a, I'm an ENFP. Me so, too. Um, this yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm an ENFP. So I have a, a strong intuition for things. And I'm like, I have this intuition that I know that you have this feeling when you wake up every day. You're like, I know things are moving in a positive direction. You can feel it based off of comments and value you're providing to people. And I'm like, I don't know where this is going necessarily, but I know it's moving in, a, in the right direction. And so that's essentially what I do when I wake up every day. And, and it's, it's a blessing. So it's great. That's incredible, man. Like one, one commonality that I've found or that I heard in all of that is you built a real community, which I think a lot of people are confused about that. And I think it gets thrown around a lot. Yeah, let's, let's build a community and community gets mistaken for followers. Community gets mistaken for, okay, likes and engagement, which is not a community. And I think what you're doing is you're actually driving traffic, right? Like you said, 300 people signed up for one video and like, that's a big deal, man. Like I, for me, influence is, um, it's inspiring people to take action and that's what you're doing. And can you talk a little bit about like, how did you get to that point where people are like, damn, I want to sign up for that. I actually believe in this guy or damn, like I'm going to go to that event or damn, like, yeah, like he's a cool dude. Like I want him to consult me. How did you get to that point where it's a real community? Yeah, I, I truly believe you have to be genuine about it and you have to be authentic in your approach. Um, people, I always say this, like people can smell a phony a mile away like they can they they know when it's in it when you're just in it for yourself or when you're actually truly in it for other people um so that's number one is you got to be authentic and, and true and genuine in, in how you communicate your message and how you articulate your message mm -hmm. um i just had someone in a, in a facebook group we were commenting back they were talking about um uh, you know i'm looking to grow my linkedin presence and it was in some other marketing group and uh, I saw the the notification and I saw all these comments back and it was all these people like, oh, you got to reach out to this person and you got to reach out to this person. But they were all like, 
be like automation gurus. And I was like, oh, like they're not going to give you the. So I just gave her a, a real honest answer back, like, hey, you should focus on building a true community. Don't look at the automation stuff. Like, focus on providing value to people. Use content as a long-term play. Build your brand. You can obviously connect and, and generate business through, you know, one-to-one engagement, not just through content. Um, and I just gave her just good value tips. And then I, sh- I got a message back, a private message. She said, um, I just went to your, your, your page and I saw a video of, of you talking about what your, what your one year on LinkedIn was like. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she's like, I just, I, she's like, I watched the whole thing and I just thought this guy is believable. He's genuine. And it's the way you spoke was, um, was, 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 I, I knew that I, I could trust you. And then we just ended up chatting more nothing turned into anything. But um, I was like, you know what, that's, there's got to be something to, you know, communicating the message uh, the right way. And um, so for me, it's always been coming from the, the approach of, of providing value to people and having it just an honest, almost like a casual conversation with people, an honest way to articulate and communicate your message. I think a lot of people don't put a ton of stock in communication and how you articulate a message, how you speak. Um, and that's really, really important. I think people, sh- everyone should work on that. They should, they should w- totally work on how they can articulate a message. Um, and are they, are they articulating with purpose and passion? Do they even care about it? Mm-hmm. And, and that's huge for people. I, you know, I truly believe that if you have the right uh, belief, you have to have then the right ability to, to articulate that belief. And if you can't, you might struggle, right? So, um, so that's been a big one is is communication and authenticity in the message as well. Um, but then just focusing on other people, right? I mean, I, I asked the same question to Jay Shetty when we had our call, our video call. I said, like, so many people want to share their story on LinkedIn. And I said, like, what's your advice to people? And I totally agree with what he said. He said, the biggest thing people got to realize is that your story, it's not about you, right? It's about the mess. It's about the other person. Like put yourself in the shoes of the other person and how are you articulating a message that the other person is going to get it? And it's like, it's not about you. You know, start with the people and then with yourself. And I thought that's so true. And that's just been my approach. Um, I've tried to take into uh, any time I communicate a message. But and then lastly, the, is video. Right? Like mm. there's no other way for people to articulate a message in a way that people can hear your tone of voice your inflection in your voice, your, your passion that doesn't come across through the written word. So, you know, video is the best way for people to, um, to grasp and grab hold of a message that they can uh, consume and then believe in. Um, and so that's the best way I I truly believe be authentic, provide value to people. Um, and you, you have to do it through video, uh, and make sure your communication, when you can work on that communication, you're comfortable on video. Um, you can, you can do some amazing, amazing things and you can grow an amazing community. You can build a business. You, just, you can go in so many different areas when you get those things right. I love that. And I love what you said about um, them finding themselves in your story. It's um, Donna, I think Donald Miller story brand, right? Like for brands, like you're not the hero of your story. The trick is, okay, how do they see themselves as a hero in your story? And are you providing that, that, um, that solution for them? So I love that. And I totally agree. Um, that second part though, the video, um, I'm not, I agree, but I disagree with, um, you have to be on video. I'm also a writer. Um, and I, Mm -hmm. I, my main thing is video as well. So like, I I totally agree. Um, but what would you say for people that just, they don't want to do video or they, they're not good in front of the camera yet? 
what would you say to them? Yeah, I mean, and that was one thing that Jay even said as well that I agree with was um, you don't have to be on video. There's a lot of people that don't that don't uh, produce video that are are amazing writers. Um, if you're a really good writer, um, hone that craft. Like, mm. if that's something you're good at, hone that craft and be like, I'm a great writer. This is what I focus on. And so, you know, the the, the thing they just need to realize is that like the world, um, the world loves video. Right. That's all right. Where it's like 80 percent of content online is consumed through video. Jay, another thing that Jay, another value bomb that like blew my mind was he's like, why do people struggle with reading books? Because you have to put in the effort to read it. Right. Whereas a video, you just sit there and you consume. You don't have to do anything. Um, that's why people love video. Um, but if you're a good writer, a lot of people can write in a way that people do want to consume. And they'll choose to because of the words that they've crafted, right? Like it's written in a way where it's like, this is so good. Um, but yeah, I, I think there's a, there's a lot of good elements to to writing, both long form and short form, that if done right, you can be an amazing writer. And there's a lot of people on LinkedIn, on you know, lots of different platforms that they still do video, but they're like, they bring in the people into their content probably more through their writing than it is through their strong video skills. And that comes into being a good copywriter. What's your headline look like? Are you capturing attention? Because we all know that nobody opens an email if the subject line sucks, right? Yeah. So it's like, how do you write in a way that's going to gravitate to people? It's going to relate to people. And like you said, um, people see a little of themselves in your story, even the way it's written. So um, yeah, if there's anyone that's like, hey, you know, I'm not a video guy, or I'm not a video girl, like, what do I do? Uh, and your writing is your thing, focus on writing, right? Like branch out on, or use Quora, like look at different ways that you can provide value and build a community that's in, in the writing community, right? Like, um, and, and hone that craft if that's what you're good at. Cause there's, you know, there's a million different gr amazing writers in the world. And so, um, and it's part of communication. It's really is like writing is, is just as much a form of communication as video is. It's just in a different, it's just in a different uh, channels. Yeah. So, um, which I, I believe, you know, there's different ways of, of earning income, right? Like you could be, you could be in a job. You could then be the next level is like you're managing someone. Then the next level of value is like you are, um, you're using your communication. So you're a writer, a speaker, you know, you're a, whatever, a podcaster, you're, uh, you're an A-list actor, right? You're a singer, you're using your communication, you're a writer, you're using a lot of different communication methods to earn a living. And then the last one, of course, is like you're using your mind and you're using money to make money, right? Like, but the top two, and you can see that the third tier is communication. And so regardless if that's writing or video, communication plays a huge role in how you grow your career, your business, and how to get you to that next level, regardless of what you, you do. And so writing is key. So yeah, I don't want people to get discouraged that, oh, I'm not on video because you know, if you don't have, if you have video, but you don't have the captions or you don't have the right writing attached to it, like people still probably won't watch as, as much as if you have both. So, um, yeah, writing is so key. And that's something that I'm continuing to grow. And I was, you know, I was never a super strong writer and I really had to hone that craft a little bit more. That's fascinating. Before we like switch gears here a little bit, I, that is something you do very well, whether you realize it or not. Um, your stuff, dude, it moves. And I remember like, 
I believe it was you. Like your post hit a million views. I've never had a post hit a million million views on LinkedIn. We threw like a a digital party, dude. It was dope, man. Like, what are you <laughs> doing, like writing wise? That's driving that traffic. I know the video plays a huge part of that as well, but I personally believe the copy is what. Damn, I'm gonna click. Yeah, I mean, copy's huge. Um, headlines is really, really important. I spend a lot of time just looking at headlines, and sometimes I you know, test things and they they suck, and that's fine. You just do go through testing. Um, but I always come up with the, with the I always tried to lean on the on the way of of writing in a way that it's this is only way the way I consume. So maybe some other people are are doing the same. I want to write in a way that when people are reading it, they're they're actually it's their voice in their head saying it, right? Because a lot a lot of people, um, they read and they're just like speed readers. And I want people to literally read it and it's themselves saying those words in their head. So it's as if they're having a conversation um, as they're going down the post, as they're reading, like they're saying the words to themselves as opposed to me saying it to them. And so um, I try and write in a way where there's lots of like good pauses in between next sentences where that's like, you know, they want to understand, they want to know where that next step is going to be. And, you know, obviously starting strong and ending strong, but that whole middle ground has to be like written in a way where you're not stopping, right? Like you're not abruptly stopping a sentence. And then they're like, Oh, where did that one go? Like, it's got to flow really, really nice. And to be honest, like, it's funny. I'm not like, I'm not one that's, um, you know, working on new, you know, writing skills, or I just, I just try and write sometimes whatever I can. And um, I love using the notes in my, in my iPhone. I just like, you know, something comes up and I'll, I'll just like, I'll open my notes and I'll just, I'll throw a quick story in there or something I listened to that really impacted me that day. And, you know, even capturing that little moment, I'll go back and be like, Hey, what was I thinking in that moment? What was I feeling? And then I'll go and write something. And so, um, yeah, I, I mean, for me, it's just like, I, I was, you know, I, I was never a huge English in English. Like I was like 75, 80 student max, right? I wasn't like some amazing writer. And uh, I think people can relate though less to the, the formal writing and more to just the real writing, like write like a real person, human being and write in a way that other people are going to get it for themselves, get them to ask questions for themselves, question themselves. And, you know, see, like you said, see a little bit of them in, their, in your story, even in your writing. So um, try and do as much of that as possible. And, and, and trying to involve a lot of people, right? Yeah. Like you said, that post, I got a million view, views. What was the biggest thing about that post? Was It wasn't about me, right? It wasn't about me at all. Like that whole post was about other people. It was about, hey, hey, Miguel Forbes, welcome to LinkedIn. It's about you. Here's what LinkedIn used to be like. Here's what it is now. And here are all these people that are, here's the amazing video creators. Here's some great writers. Here's the community you go connect, right? Like this isn't about me. I, I didn't even have myself on the list. Like I can put that. These are the people you need to, to realize are awesome. And like I said, if it was all about me, I post would, would, would not get a million views. The fact that it was about other people and building other people up um, was the reason it, it went far. Because, and like I say, is be the tide that rises all ships, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you can lift other people up, everybody wins, including yourself, right? And so um, that's always been my focus in my writing, even in my videos as well. So that's, that's a big one for, for people that are listening. I dig that. One thing you do very well and one thing I see within your story, um, I want, it gives me permission to tell my own story. And I think it tells everybody, everyday people like, yo, like you need to be telling your story. You need to share it because there's nothing special about me. Let's, yeah. just, let's be special. So what are some, uh, what are some actionable steps that people can take in order to start telling their story, in order to put themselves out there? 
and get results from it? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I believe a lot of people think they need to have a special story. Um, I've always, I've always been that same, that same person where I was like, um, you, you often hear the, you know, the, the story of the entrepreneur where they like were broken a hundred thousand dollars in debt. And like, and then they, uh, you know, they, you know, were at their, you know, they were, they, it couldn't have gone any lower. And then they like, they made it right. I'm like, I don't have that story at all. Like, that's not me. And uh, I'm just a regular dude. Uh, I've never been in massive debt. I've all been pretty responsible, right? Like, um, and I was never, I never fell into those situations. Some people do like, you know, and unfortunately, and it wasn't their fault. And I'm like, man, I found it pretty good. Like, I, I don't know. I can't relate to people that are like, they're so down there. They had student debt. I'm like, I paid off all my student debt. I paid off all my student debt within my first year. Like I was, in fact, I had 70% of my final year of college all paid for through scholarships because I went and spent my whole summer applying to scholarships and I got tons of free money. Right. Yeah. Like, so I, I, maybe taking the initiative, like help me to get that leg up. But, um, I don't, I'm like, I don't, what's special about me. I'm just a regular guy in my career and trying to build a community and how am I going to relate to people? And then I realized like, there's a lot of people like that. that are just regular people. There's nothing special about them, but you got to connect to someone in a way, right? Whether with a specific topic or story. And so, um, connect with people in a way that, um, you know, it's just real and authentic. Just talk about, document your journey, right? Gary Vee talks about document your journey. If you're a student, I hear that a lot of times, a lot of times from students. I'm not in my career. Like, what am I even going to talk about? How are people even going to listen to me? I don't have any experience. You're right. You don't, but you learn things every single day. What are you learning today? That's maybe going to help you in your future that you can share with other people. Hey, I learned this today that I didn't know yesterday or last week or whatever. And I'm going to move, I'm going to, I'm going to take this learning and apply it moving forward. Um, you know, like I, that's one of the biggest things that I think just people just don't realize that you can document your learning journey around you and, or, Hey, I listened to this podcast today, relay other things that you learn from other experts that maybe people don't know. It's like, Oh, like, I don't know how many times I've done, I, I've done a number of videos where I read like a Forbes article that was like so good. I took that topic and I made it into my own video and I talked about it. And then I like tag the, 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 the author and they'll, you know, engage back. Um, and people are like, Oh, this is so valuable. I'm like, well, it wasn't even my content. I read it and I just made it into my own content. Um, because I'm taking some other learning that people can learn from me. So, um, that's one of the biggest things you got to learn and borrow and, and, and just be open to sharing. And that can be part of your story until you truly figure out what is that? Is it that one thing? What is it? That thing that I love talking about that I love doing. And sometimes it takes talking about enough things mm. to figure out what it is that you love talking about that you want to help provide value to people. Cause then there was, there is, it comes a point where you will, you know, you will create and you'll document and you'll create content. And you're like, what is my identity? Like I'm talking about 20 different things. I don't really know. Pe people will come to me for all these different things, but they don't really know what it is that I can help them truly with or serve them with. Um, and, may, and that's where you start realizing, okay, well, what I truly love, you, you start crafting down that message and then you can start sharing on a, f a few different topics or a few different things or even one thing where p you know you're getting the right audience and you're also taking value from it because you're enjoying talking about it. Um, so I think that's where it comes with quantity. People don't know like their message right away, but you know, pr provide enough content, talk about enough things and you'll get to start getting the to understanding, have clarity on the things that you do love to talk about and then talk about those things more often. Retweet, dude. I was speaking at um, UW-Madison 
like badgers um, yesterday and students like like how how do I find that thing like how do I find my story how do I find my niche because I have no idea and like for me like students and people like we're always told like you need to know what you want to do when you grow up you need to have your major figured out right you need to have your niche and it's it's bullshit man like that exploration that documentation is going to help you for me like I knew no one was going to listen to me when I was 22 talking about snapchat and instagram and marketing and here's how you run your business because I didn't know it yet so instead Let's build my business and let's prove that I know what I'm fucking talking about when it comes to branding and social. So I, I dig that, dude. Um, I want to take up too much of your time, but I have like one or two more questions. Yeah, um, man. So this is this is the strange on purpose podcast. Um, what what about you goes against the grain? What makes you strange on purpose? What makes you a misfit? <laughs> well, first of all, um, every time I talk to somebody, they go, "Your name is Fabio." <laughs> that's already one strange thing about me. They're like, no way. Show me your driver's license. Right? I'm like, so, I mean, one thing that I think that works to my advantage sometimes is, is the fact that I have a, a unique and different name. Right. Um, you know, and it, it's memorable. And uh, so that can be sometimes strange is my wife says it all the time. She's like, sometimes I still stop and I like, I, I ponder and I like sit there and I think, did I actually marry a Fabio? Like, <laughs> She's Dutch, right? So she's not even Italian. So she's like, it's so weird. Like your name's Fabio. And I'm like, you're so I'm like, just stop it. Right. <laughs> um, so like, that's one thing I can, it's, you know, I didn't even have control over that, but, um, you know, and then I think the other thing is just like, you know, I, I just, um, that's the whole story growing up of just doing things different, you know, not being a specific, uh, a strange in a specific way that makes me different, but in a way that like I take I take the the status the status quo or the mainstream or the norm, and I say I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go the opposite way, right? Like I'm just going to I'm just gonna do things differently um, than everybody else is doing. Whether that's you know you're working on a project this way, well I'm gonna do it this way and see. Well, let's test. Let's see who comes out on top, right? So just trying different things and just having that mindset of doing things different. And the only reason goes back to you know goes back to quantity of work right experiential work where you're like i don't know what i'm going to do well do enough things and then you know what works and what doesn't right and you'll, you'll figure that out you know that's the same thing for me when when um you know i'm looking to to get involved in in, in any specific type of work right um and i'm like okay well i gotta do, i want to do things differently but if i don't start doing things differently i won't get to doing to having different results right so that's where it's like Get involved in different things. Try different things in quantity, and then you'll start understanding what's starting to work and what's. And I love to piece those things together. Where everyone else is like, "Oh, let's run this campaign, or let's run this thing again this year, right? Like just like we did last year." And I'm like, "No, like why are we doing it the same? Like why don't we try something different? It might get us like five x best res better results." So and that just comes from quantity, um, having clarity on on what works and what doesn't. But maybe it all comes back to what my dad said, right? And just you know, take initiative and do things different. And maybe it's built into my DNA and wired in there. That just makes me want to walk a different path than everybody else. And sometimes yeah. it's crazy. My wife thinks I'm crazy sometimes. Like, why are you spending all this time doing this? And I'm like, I'm trying to do something different, right? And um, it just comes to, you know, that perspective of I want to do things different. And it started with that. And I saw, I saw positive return on every area of my life doing that from – working with my dad to what I learned there to, you know, what I learned when I was seven, you know, 13 to, you know, 20 years old to taking all that. And I can actually, I renovated my whole house, right? Because of those skills I learned from my dad took me an initiative. I don't work with anymore. Actually, I hate construction, but I can, 
renovate my whole house because of those skills. Good. Positive return. Nice. Go to college. Don't want to do things different. I don't want to just go to class. Positive return on getting ahead. No debt. You know, I've got a job right away. You know, I've met some amazing people. Even while I was in school, some like a millionaire, millionaire entrepreneurs who had amazing businesses. I'm like, nobody else is doing this because I did things differently. Go into my career, do the same thing. Positive return. LinkedIn, doing the same thing. Positive return. So I'm like, I'm getting all these positive returns. Just got to do things that everybody else isn't doing. Uh, and then, so that's that's essentially, I guess, what makes me a little bit strange because I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm not walking the same path as everyone else. It's amazing, man. Strange on purpose. Um, lastly, why is it important? Why is it crucial that the everyday person tell their story and build a community? This is a great question. It is it, for me. It's you know when I think about other people and I thought you know and not everybody wants to build a community, right? Some people are like, oh, I don't, I'm comfortable doing what I'm doing, um, but I think it's really important. I, I truly believe, actually, it's it's really important that people build a community um, because they truly then start to understand more about themselves. When when you go and you create and you build, you you realize number one that you can have potential doing things, and that you you open yourselves up to I can do more, and I can help more people, and people can you know they can provide value and impact their own lives and walk a different path because of something I taught them or something I shared with them or whatever, right? Or converse, simple conversation that we had. And I think people miss that. And, um, you know, if they want to build a community, it's it, it can truly help uh, transform their career. Um, I've already seen that, you know, even in my local community, um, you know, where I work, people, people are like, I love your content, man. It's great. And, you know, and, and sometimes you'll get jabs for it, right? Like, hey, stay fab, right? Um, but I'm like, you know what? It's, it's um, it's doing things different, and I, I, I'm providing more value to people, and they're getting more value out of my story and uh, and what I'm sharing than than people that aren't. And I'm understanding and learning more about myself and how I can impact more people. So um, I think that's that's all you know. All in one, it's it's it can help you grow in your career. It can help you grow your business. Um, it can help you discover more about yourself, and it can just help change so many different lives in the world. Whatever it is that you want to do. You're like an environmental scientist and you're passionate about saving the environment, go for it. Like you can you can impact so many different people to do that. If you are talking about personal branding, you want to help people shape their brand, go and do that. If you're a mechanic, you want to show people how they can fix cars in a, a quicker way, teach people how to do that. Go show them how to do that. You'll discover a little bit more about yourself, but at the same time, people will learn from what you're offering. And so I think you just it's there's a ton of value in building that type of community. And as human beings, we're just, we love community. We love people. It's why we were created to like be together with people and not separate. So, um, you know, when you start experiencing community for maybe the first time, positive community, you start realizing more and more like, this is awesome. Like, I love this. I want more of this. If I can build this even more because I'm helping more people and we can do this together, like that's so much fun. And so that's what I look to people is like, if they go and do, you'll discover they won't know it. People are blinded to it. Like they don't know. They got like the smoke screen in front of them. But when they um, when they go and create and they start seeing, you know, positive things happen, the like smoke starts to like dissipate. They can start seeing their audience clear, right? They can start seeing that community. Like this is so good. Um, and you're getting, you know, two-way conversation. Like this is awesome. Thanks for, you know, that video. And you're like, oh, thanks for watching. And you're like, just like great community building. Um, you're, you're both getting, you know, it's all about reciprocity. You're both 
getting reciprocal value, it's like, um, then it's, you, you start seeing like, you just start seeing change in your life, right? You start seeing some good transformation in your career and, and that's what you want, right? And not everybody wants that, but most people, most people want to up their game, right? And yeah. want to get to that next level, but it takes changing and it takes that next step to do it, right? Like I love the quote by Martin Luther King, don't look at the full staircase. You just got to take the first step, right? Some people are like, oh, that's so far away. How am I supposed to do that? I can't build a community like that. Take one step every single day and you'll, you'll see where, where it takes you. I love that, man. Big feedback loop. Help yourself, help person, person helps another person repeat. I dig that, dude. And I appreciate you coming on, man. Like incredible story, incredible storyteller, branding, community builder, dude. And I look up to you very, very much. Um, lastly, where can people find you? What should they be paying attention to? Well, you can, you can find, if you want to search me on the web, search me at fabiomarama.com um, or Instagram Fabio, at fabiomarama or the same thing on LinkedIn. So obviously, that's my main channel, right? Search me on LinkedIn, Fabio Marama, and um, you know, you can connect up there and, 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 and chat there through content. Awesome, man. Appreciate you again and stay strange or stay awesome. fab, Thanks, man. Stay fab. <laughs> Thanks, Q. I appreciate you guys.